So it's almost like you're like you're selling a lead magnet where the customers pay you instead of you paying for the lead magnets, and it's and it works wonders. Yeah, it does, and because the customer gets what they see in within minutes rather than a long sales cycle, and it's a win-win for both you and the customer. I think that's the best situation to be in. I'm actually considered as Warren Buffet of uh, my local area. There's obviously polarity on that which is good or bad, but I, I feel it is good uh, overall. It's up to you how you utilize it for your business or your needs. If you're watching or listening to this recording, it's probably because you've seen the name in the title or you've even heard his wisdom throughout the episode because I've been editing snippets of pure gold, of pure WordPress wisdom it's, there's no other pe person I could be talking about other than the Indian legend himself, the Southeast Asian WordPress savior. I'm talking about Vikas Tingal of InsideWP. Thank you for joining the podcast and please stop making funny f faces because I cannot hold my laughter. <laughs> yeah, the, the, th the things you say is funny. So I had to make that. I'm actually considered as Warren Buffet of uh, my local area. So just be careful. Yeah. It's because you drink Coca-Cola every day? That's, that's also true. And eat a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, not that. That part is not true. But yes, so the money I part just... is, <laughs> that is also not true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I happen to know for a fact that you only eat very healthy food. Um, mm -hmm. and that must be why you're always glowing. Um, but, um, before we dive into anything else, like any other of your maybe weird or healthy habits, um, what is your background? Like, how did you actually arrive in WordPress? Um, my background has been in uh, computer security and programming. So I'm, I have been trained as an engineer, uh, like I have a degree for that, but I was, I was always into programming, making projects and things like that. Um, I did end up in WordPress when I was developing a website for my brother, um, as they always do. Right. And, um, when you do that, you do realize there are a lot of options out there, but WordPress is obviously one of the best. So we ended up we ended up using WooCommerce, and then we uploaded about fifty thousand products, and everything went south basically. And <laughs> so we quickly realized we need a big server or whatever, right? And then it's it's a it's a scalability is actually a topic for today, but uh, that is something uh, we ran into. And then I quickly started learning about WordPress, and slowly. Uh, started developing like plugins and themes uh, in WordPress. So my first actual plugin was an acquisition from another gentleman uh, from the Middle East. And it was a security plugin because I knew security, I knew programming. I thought, why not combine the both and then do something about it. And that's where I started about five years ago. All right. And um, you started with WordPress only five years ago, and today you are the CEO and co founder of InsideWP. How did that transition come to be? Yeah, I actually never thought about it. When I acquired that plugin, it came with a support person. So that was my first hire, an Equi hire. <laughs> but um, that itself was, 
kind of a learning for me because I did not hire before that. And when you do your first hire, you know um, how difficult it is to do like delegation, management and things like that. But I then, so, then soon enough, I actually uh, started to enjoy it because I don't have to do work and then people will do work. Turns out that is not the case either, right? <laughs> you have to do a lot more. But keeping that aside, um, that, then there was second acquisition. I was doing my full-time job. And then uh, after the work, I was managing this WordPress small business, which quickly grew into a bigger one. So I acquired more plugins, uh, started building our own. And uh, soon enough, we have like three years down later, we have a team of 30 and uh, uh, an, an inventory of like say 10 plugins and themes. And then I, I got an opportunity to actually, because I thought so far, I, whatever I have been doing doesn't really take off because of the marketing things. So I started acquiring, that was my strategy so far. Then I moved into like, why, why not just build something from scratch? Maybe now I have acquired that knowledge. So I started building instability. That was also came out of our own itch of why there is no easy way to deploy WordPress, right? Uh, so, yeah, so cutting the story short uh, means that got funding. And then now fast forward to today, what we have is, uh, um, I, I operate two companies essentially, one for the plugins themes, and this is uh, my full-time job right now. So I was fortunate enough to, my, to leave my job about two weeks three years ago before I started instead of so that was the turning point all right and um it is very clear to me from knowing you and spending quite some time with you that you have a very clear but also unique vision on WordPress and how this ecosystem should evolve and also your place in it um but I also know from experience that both our companies are very hard to position and it was actually you who made me aware of our positioning problem not by pointing it out to me, but by verbalizing, by vocalizing that you also had a positioning problem. So what was mm -hmm. your previous positioning and how would you describe InsubWP today? So when we started, it was mostly like a test service. So launch a quick site, was testing, dispose it, go, go on with your life. <clears throat> that, was, that worked really well for the virality of it, but uh, did not make money, <laughs> which is the one of the essential part of doing business um, other than having fun, of course. Um, of course. But, <laughs> and um, so, so that didn't work out well. And that also had a very narrow vision of this is a testing or a sandbox platform. And then we started moving to more serious use cases. For example, giving product companies a way to demo their uh, plugins or themes uh, with, the, with the disposable instances. So that was like a right use case without much uh, struggle into it. And then we created a concept of templates. I think that is something which is relevant to this, this discussion going forward as well, is when you save a WordPress site as a templated instance, that becomes a powerful weapon, right? When you want to like deploy a new site from the template or deploy it to a hosting instance or whatever, right? So that's where, so the current positioning sits at about we make it easy to build WordPress site. So it is more about like building on WordPress. It is not about a specific use case. Uh, we started making a very basic uh, 
kind of test uh, related platform, but we ended up creating literally a behemoth kind of AWS for WordPress, which uh, from a product perspective is a nightmare to maintain, <laughs> but, uh, and also from positioning perspective. So we, we kind of generalized it a bit to make it more clearer to everybody when you, when you think about it. Sure. I, I, and when I think about your positioning, I agree with you because it's something that we've been struggling with ourselves. Right. Is uh, the generalization? It's the it's the general character of the platform itself, right? Like, there's so much you can do with it, and therefore it becomes hard to put it into context. What do you feel is the proper context for your customers to really experience the the value of? Uh, I mean, you just started talking about building, but what is the practical application of that? Yeah, so practically speaking, we say we help people save time, right? WordPress is great when it works. When it doesn't, or you have to do a bunch of setup, when you have to do migrations, staging, and it just wastes a lot of time, right? And that's what we do. We save that. So that's our general messaging, general positioning around it is when you, it is, it just makes your life easier. Um, the thing is, will people pay for it? Uh, if you make it a like a 1% or 5% easier, probably no, but when they start using the platform and then every bit adds up. So every day, if you, even if you save like 15 to 20 minutes every day because of using instead of WP, that adds up to a lot of amount of hours. And it's not just about saving your, your time. It's also about easiness of it, right? When you onboard a new employee, giving them a local instance on their laptop or anything else which requires setup is a waste of time, right? A waste of energy. So we save all that. So we, we just take the hassle out of WordPress. We just, which I want to use a tagline called do WordPress, but I don't know, it's, it's, that sounds very cheesy and maybe <laughs> wrong as well. But so it, it comes from the slogan, which I really like, which is just do it, right? So just just do WordPress is, is what we want to do. I completely agree with you. Um, my characterization of WP would be in the same way which is also why I jokingly just called you the savior, because it seems to me that for some reason, you've taken it upon yourself to solve all the most annoying problems of WordPress and then mm -hmm. combine it onto a platform. So you're, you're truly taking you, on all you the- You have given me one of the great taglines, solves all your annoying WordPress problems. But it is, I mean, I mean from the, and, 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 and also from an efficiency standpoint, that definitely makes sense. Yep. But I feel also from a cognitive, standpoint the cognitive load becomes lesser when you start using InstaWP as your default um place of work the, mo the, the where every project starts that's where right. i think InstaWP. this is another great tagline where every wordpress project starts man <laughs> we should have done this sooner <laughs> this is another one you're good at this let me let me send you my figma link after the call Dude, all you need to do is just send it over. I'll look into it. <laughs> yeah, this is actually great. Yeah, it does. It does prove that I spend considerable time thinking about your platform because it definitely is very inspiring to me. And the moment, uh, the first moment I saw it, it dawned on me that this is exactly what you're solving. You're you're solving that that first hurdle, that first annoying point where you need to get started. And um, it's interesting because I think you posted something on LinkedIn or maybe. Yesterday was yesterday or, or the day before um, about 
how hard it is to find good employees, but also mm -hmm. how hard it is to uh, figure out when they're not a match. Okay. And um, it feels like these two things are connected, right? Like if you can have InstaWP as your as your as your source of truth when it comes to starting projects, and it's all organized, and you have all your templates, and we're going to dive into that in just a second, then it becomes much easier to onboard new employees, and also much easier to sp to spot when they're not doing it in the way that you've described. Because yeah, really, all they so need to understand is the first part, right? Exactly, and because that becomes that gives you more visibility as an agency. Uh, as a service provider, when your people are working on the same dashboard, uh, it is like similar to having like one kind of tracker uh, where you can just, it's not about keeping an eye, but you know where all the projects are uh, progressing and how they are progressing. I think that's that's an ex excellent uh, uh, connection between my tweet and this, this use case. Yeah, agree. And um, I think it also perfectly sets the stage for why we are doing a partnership between InstaWP and WildCloud. Um, for those people who are listening and may not be as aware of what we do, even though you're listening to our podcast, um, mm -hmm. we have essentially a hosting platform where you spin up individual WordPress installations that share the same code base. So the nature of thinking of WordPress changes by building sites on WildCloud because you build a product and you sell that product as individual instances that you can centrally manage and improve instead of spinning up individual projects. So where InstaWP still gives you that freedom and flexibility to spin up both projects and products, where we come in is the moment you realize that, you're, um, that you can actually sell this particular customer a product that you can then standardize, we are the go-to platform, and, and I want to say we are the only platform because we are the only platform that enable multi-tenant WordPress for you, meaning that your sites are under your control from a code standpoint. Um, yeah. But without further ado, I wanted to give that word to you, yeah. Yeah, uh, just to add to that, I mean, just a bit of context for people who are kind of maybe unfamiliar with what multi-tenancy is, right? Uh, when you, means I think scalability is another thing, but the main thing is standardization, as you said. Uh, when you are ready to standardize, let's say you are building for a yoga studio and then you want to sell it, or maybe, uh, let's say, a barber shop, a chain of barber shops, or basically there are some part of your business which you can standardize or templatize. That's where you run into these like questions upon how can I like scale it up now? And one of the go-to way is to do multi-site, right? And people who have done multi-site will know there are a lot of different challenges with multi-site. Uh, and then I think the unique product from WildCloud or you guys come where you, you, when you talk about true multi-tenancy, I think that's where uh, this uh, multi-tenancy thing and getting, means maintaining these individual sites. So that becomes individual sites at the same time connected to the same code base, right? So that becomes like kind of a unique product. And so far I have not seen that uh, in the WordPress ecosystem. And I think that's a unique uh, value which, which, which it brings, especially now I'm seeing more value when I'm entering into the WAS uh, category more and more, right? When we talk about our integration, when we talk to people, they say, okay, man, I'm fed up with all the solution. Do you have a true multi-tenancy solution? And that's where uh, we start recommending you and the, and the integration between us. Thanks, man. Yeah, I really appreciate you putting it into context. It, um, I often find myself overlooking that basic information because 
I've repeated it so many times. So thanks for uh, for repeating it and yeah. putting it into, into perspective for people. That's why you have me. <laughs> I mean, we both help each other. Uh, yep. I, I, I surely hope. Um, <laughs> let's let's dive into it. So for for those people still listening and watching, um, Vikas and I have grown quite fond of each other. At least from my side, I can definitely Same. attest to that. Thank you. Uh, for, <laughs> for, 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 now I know was, why you replied. That was a question, right? When you say <laughs> when you say I love you to your your partner. That is actually a question, right? It is actually a question, exactly. So yeah. now I know why you send me text on Saturdays and not on Sundays, but I think I think you would. Um, <laughs> let's dive into it, man. What have yeah. we built? What ha let's let's do it. Let's show the people. Let's do it. Yep. Let me just share my window real quick. Let me let me know if you if you see this. Are you able to see the yep. InstaWP dashboard? Definitely. Are you also able to see the Wildcloud dashboard? Yes. Sir. Okay. So be mindful of that and then click on test and then connect. So once you have done that, which I've done already, you will see all the versions listed here, what you also see on Wildcloud. As again, ignore that for now. The next step for that will be click on this three dotted icon, click on sync template. And now what we are going to do is, so when you do it for the first time, it will actually ask you for the list of templates. And you select the template which you want to link. So this is where the InstaWP and Wildcloud linking or integration comes into play. So now we are linking the Insta template with the Wildcloud account which you have connected. Once you have done that, click on Sync Template. It will create a new version. <coughs> Excuse me. It will create a new version on Wildcloud. So Wildcloud, as we talked about, is is a set of version-based controls, right? So Every time you deploy a new version, it creates a new version on Wildcloud, and that's an actual running uh, copy of your master site. And then when you create new copies from it, which we, which they call tenant, uh, these tenants are created from that version. Now, to, in order to create these tenants uh, from the version, you, you need to mark a version as production. So click on the version. And on the three dotted icons, uh, you will see a production. This is already marked as production. If I had to mark it another mark another one, uh, go and click on set as production. So there you go. So once you have done the template syncing part, linking part, now you're ready to build a VAS. So I'm going to the VAS screen. Here you will see that I've already built a VAS, obviously. Uh, let me just click on add new and go through the process once again. So let's say this is the WC demo was and the monetized template, which we just created is now shown here. Click on next. There are a co couple of options here. You can just click on next, go to the next one, skip it. And here is where you create different plans for your customers. So let's say I create a free plan, keep it free. Choose the server alias, uh, which we just connected. And you can also add a bunch of features and descriptions. So let's say use servers. That is also a feature actually uh, because of the GDPR thing. And if you go to new plan, and then maybe this is a paid plan. And you can mark it as paid. And you can say $29 per month. And that's it. In this case, you are going to use our payment gateway, which is pre-integrated into your account. 
And now I'm going to choose the server alias as wildcloud again for both the plans. At this point, you can actually connect multiple wildcloud accounts if you want to. So one for US, one for EU, one with, one with higher uh, configurations, one with higher specs, one with a lower spec. It depends upon how you want to build it. So let's say paid plan future. All right, so let's go to the next step. Here you can actually brand the whole thing. The colors, the logos, I'm going to keep it as default for now. Click on finish, excuse me. And there you go. So our boss is ready to go. If I click on this, this is actually a preview icon or preview link. And it will, you can share this link with your potential customers and they can go through a checkout flow, a very, very simple checkout flow. Uh, so let's try that. So let's click on free plan because we don't have to enter credit card. If we had to choose paid plan and click on continue, we will ask for a credit card. But for this demo, let's just choose the free one. And here I'm going to enter a name, so class, and maybe my email ID, go to continue. And this is a confirmation step where we show what is, what are you that, what is that you're going to do? And what are the plans, any, so it is actually calling the wildcloud APIs and essentially like setting up the whole tenant thing. So if I go back to my wildcloud console and go to, yep. So you can there see that go. there is a new tenant being created on version six, which is our production version, as you can see here. And as we talked about, you can always manage. So I think that's, this is what, multi-tenancy looks like. Means you have different versions, you have a bunch of tenant on one version, bunch of tenant another version, and you can keep managing your versions like that. Uh, however, the recommended way is to have a production version where you have the latest code running, and then you can keep shifting or you can move your tenants between one version to another. Uh, Roger, is there a specific recommendation on when to move a tenant? like on a weekend or they can be live also? It doesn't matter. So if your customers are using the sites that you've spun up for them and you move them from one version to the other, normally there's no downtime associated with that at all. So if you do it on a busy Wednesday, that's totally fine. Uh, the, awesome. only, the only process that we'd recommend is exactly what you just uh, uh, actually already mentioned, which is the best practice is to only have two versions at all times. So you've got your production version, which mm -hmm. is essentially the version that you don't use to test or update any changes. And then you've got your staging version, which is basically a clone of your production version. This is uh, where you update okay. your features. This is where you install new plugins. And then exactly as you say, when you're ready with the staging version, you basically turn it into the production version and move your tenants from the old version to the new version, deleting the old version when, anything, when everything is right. If you mm -hmm. do find that there are problems, you can quickly roll back to the old version, fix the problem uh, before moving them back to the new version and repeating the cycle. Got it. So I, I think in order to like replicate that flow into Insta is you make changes to your site. So you don't actually have to maintain staging if you don't want to. However, I think it's recommended to you if you do. I think you can make all the changes on your Insta site, which is not yet deployed into Wildcloud. Once you are ready, just go to your templates. So there, there are two sync procedures right now once you do your changes. So once you sync your 
template, the Insta template from the Insta site, and then you go to hosting, and then you sync the Insta template to the hosting account, right? This, this again. Uh, this we are going to automate in the next phase where you just need to sync once and it will just go and create a new version. And we do have that feature where if you want to move tenants, you can actually move tenants from another version to here. I think you do the same there. I think the idea is that you don't need to switch a lot between the control panels. You just manage from one and the other one takes care of the infrastructure. So that's the that's the goal or that's the idea, but you can always go back and forth if you want to have more deeper control. All right, so this is our WAS checkout page and voila, so we have the tenant website ready. Let's open it. We, I actually tried to open it before only and it works really well. Uh, it has all the content which we had already deployed. It has a username and password. Uh, the magic login uh, link should work. It's not working and there's a slight bit of snack there but should work and it should enable you, your users to actually magically log in into that. Uh, the other cool aspect of this is manage site where, the, where your user can actually manage their own site. Uh, I think this is being deployed right now or something, but using manage site, they will be able to map their own domain, right? So that's the magic sauce, which at the end of, End of these transactions, people want to map their own custom domain and they can do it with our managed site option. Yeah, so, that's the beauty of the WAS, right? That it's completely self-service. You basically provide the 80% of the work and all they have to do is customize. And exactly as you say, and, and I've seen it work with the managed uh, dashboard, you're basically giving people an environment to manage everything, set their own domains. And um, um, what I love about the WAS model is that we often, we often communicate the examples of companies that have adopted a completely product-based business model where you basically mm -hmm. sell pre-configured, pre-built, managed templates um, mm -hmm. and no longer do projects. But to be honest, in practicality, in reality, we often see that most of those companies um, um, adopt a product-based mo model complementary to the projects. So what you're doing mm -hmm. is you're selling sites for, say, in, Let's let's use your example, $30 per month. And it's basically a self-service product. And then when people actually need uh, extra help, extra services, they turn obviously to the vendor and you can basically upsell them more premium services. So it's almost mm -hmm. like, you're, like you're selling a lead magnet where the customers pay you instead of you paying for the lead magnet. And, it's, and it works wonders. Yeah, it does. And because the customer gets what they see in within minutes rather than a long sales cycle. And it's a win-win for both you and the customer. I think that's the best situation to be in. Um, just a little bit of like a side note on what's coming in future once uh, in the phase three, I think that starts mid of next, this month or next, we don't have a specific timeline, but we will soon uh, be able to do this uh, syncing thinking, which is more automation, more controls uh, into our, uh, control panel. Uh, you will be. You are already able to map a domain, but you will be able to manage tenants more effectively. Uh, one more thing which we do uh, on top of what WildCloud does already is install our plugin. That's a, a management plugin, right? And using that, you can actually log into the tenants website if you want to. Uh, you can you can uh, check their database if you want to. If you you can do a remote management activities, whichever is allowed by the platform. 
that gives you more control over uh, uh, a tenant's instance. Um, I think these are some of the things which I just wanted to mention. It's honestly, dude, I think you should consider adopting the catchphrase that we just jokingly uh, stated, you know, where every WordPress project starts. Um, that's because that's what, <laughs> that's what you're becoming, man. You're becoming that platform where you can effectively launch and manage WordPress. Well, I don't want to say projects too often because we really um, uh, distinguish ourselves um, by basically offering a philosophy where you build and control all, your, all of your products from a single source. So we mm -hmm. talk about products. But then again, WordPress websites do always have this project association, even if your yeah. customers are sold to automatically and also centrally managed, they still require custom work. They still require custom services in the terms of assembling a website, writing copy, building pages. Um, so essentially we are a platform where you host and build code centrally. Um, mm -hmm. But maybe productization is, 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 is stretching it a little bit. But honestly, man, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very very pleased and always very impressed whenever I see updates to the wild, uh, to the InstaWP platform because you're truly making it <laughs> the hub where everything is. Um... Yeah, maybe we should mm -hmm. consider Insta Hub as uh, as the next platform. Mm -hmm. Why not? Since <laughs> I have been looking for a domain. Okay, I'm, I'm, I know you are you are pulling my leg because we are always launching new features. Maybe adding another one doesn't harm, right? That that's what you meant, but. I, I want to say some words, but I, do, I can't in this podcast to you. <laughs> uh, so, but seriously though, I have been looking for domains with Insta in front of it, like Insta web or Insta whatever, right? And Insta, sure. uh, Insta website, Insta site, so that we can provide a more generic experience in some way or the other. But I think uh, one more thing which we didn't talk about is the store portion. So we have over 200 templates on our store right now where you can, if you don't have a starting point, you can start with that. I know you have blueprints as well. So either one of them does, it works really well. So you just go to the Insta store, uh, browse through all the uh, starter templates, and you can start a project, as you said, quote in quote, from there and then, and then productize it. I think we should do a follow-up podcast at some point on how to actually market this. If so, yeah. we provide the tech and how to go about marketing it. Do we miss is running paid ads? Okay. <clears throat> how can they lead gen and how then can redirect traffic, how they can find opportunities, uh, like building these stuff. Right. So I think that's a whole podcast in itself. It's interesting that you should mention that it's that actually something that we're considering offering in the future, mm -hmm. uh, because obviously as we grow older, we have more and more successful customers, um, and mm -hmm. we can draw inspiration from how they've been able to scale. But right. also, it's something that more and more customers of ours start asking for, uh, mm -hmm. because getting onto the platform is increasingly easier um, uh, as you know, opposed to a year ago, for example. And so there are more and more people on the platform now uh, having the next challenge, which is how do I scale to as many possible sites? And I think that's um, a yeah, very natural progression. Means uh, when when exactly. you are onboarding somebody and they have an idea but they don't have the tech and the marketing know-how or maybe the time. So yeah. you provide the tech or we provide the tech. Uh, and then the only gap is that marketing execution. I think if you yeah. can provide that along with it, then you are actually building businesses for businesses. So that would be amazing. 
It's interesting. We, uh, we as a company actually had a bit of an advantage there uh, because like you, we also started a bit like uh, an agency serving product companies. Like we were often in the SaaS realm, uh, active for other customers. And mm -hmm. so building this platform actually helps, uh, like puts us in a perfect position to help our customers because they are agencies adopting a product-based business model, adopting the SaaS growth marketing uh, um, uh, processes. And mm -hmm. um, the fortunate thing about that is that it's very scalable. Unlike an agency where you mostly do manual work and manual sales projects and sales onboarding, mm -hmm. um, you can actually start a, a, a much more scalable marketing campaign. And um, well, to make that a little practical, um, it, it often revolves around a bunch of content, which is so great because you can just create the content and then it'll lead it to the same product that you're selling. So it's ties into what we're doing today as well. Right. Right. I will need to pick up your brain sometimes for, for all the marketing knowledge you have and probably Sebron. Sebron will definitely want to be in that video. Yeah. 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 My co-founder Sebron, who isn't in front of the camera as much, um, for some reason, he's the most extroverted, friendly guy you can imagine, but he's not very comfortable in front of a camera anymore. Um, but if you actually book calls with us, you do uh, also book calls with him uh, sometime from time to time. And uh, he's a wizard when it comes to technical marketing, the mm -hmm. launching of ad advertisement campaigns, tracking of our of all of our channels. Um, also inside of HubSpot, he does a really, really good job. It's interesting that you should mention it because it's, that's part of the service that we're considering on offering um, uh, because again, yeah, it helps your customers become more successful and that's, you know, what we're all about. Yep. Um, what is the, uh, what is like maybe uh, uh, zooming out a little bit from the wild cloud InstaBP connection, how do you feel that the vision of WordPress and your place in it is evolving and, and where are you going to be and where's the ecosystem going to be in a few years from now? I think the, the ecosystem is evolving really, really rapidly and it's maturing like anything. The, when I started about five, six years ago in WordPress, WordPress was considered as kind of a monolith, uh, heavy, slow websites. Uh, where, which that was a general opinion. Means people who build on WordPress, they like it, but who don't, they don't like it. Com means there was like complete polarity on that. But now it's, it's a different story with Gutenberg into picture, with every product company, not only just Gutenberg, but that is driving innovation, right? Um, so every page builders out there, every farm plugin out there, everybody is trying towards performance, uh, utility, uh, looks, uh, UX. Everything is maturing towards that uh, future. And that is where the other part of the website building non-WordPress is also going into. So WordPress has already become, or it was already a very competing solution to build websites and it is maintaining that position. So I'm very, very optimistic about it. Yeah, same here. Um, and it's interesting how you, you didn't say it explicitly, but you did uh, put it in the context of other website builder platforms as well. Um, mm -hmm. And I agree with you. It's, it's especially as Gutenberg experiences more adoption, I feel like this is going to push the entire ecosystem forward and make it more innovative. Yeah. I was actually just recording a podcast with the owner of Grade yesterday. Uh, yeah. And I know they, they are have to... very heavy on Gutenberg. Yes, they are. But it's also allowing them to 
skip so many of the fundamentals and get to the innovative part. And that's yep. also how he explained it to me yesterday. Um, it's like um, it's like when we started using calculators to teach children math. You could say that they have become, you know, more stupid for not having to do all the calculations themselves. But in reality, the math classes actually became more complex because you don't have to do all the simple stuff. Yeah, so it's um, and that happens with all the tech, right? It means once uh, the AI comes out, you there is obviously a polarity on that which is good or bad, but I, I feel it is good uh, overall. It is bound to happen, right? WordPress is bound to happen. It's up to you how you utilize it for your business or your needs. I think yeah. that's, where, that's where the question lies. What I, what I really like about uh, you and about InsaWP in, in a more on a more abstract level, other than the fact that you provide so many services that we'd rather not, you simplify so much of the process that you just showed us, uh, which is not necessarily something that we want to get involved in. So that's it's a perfect marriage in that sense. But on a more abstract, on a more philosophical level, what I feel that you're adding to the ecosystem is maturity. Like you mm -hmm. can finally start thinking of WordPress, um, um, you know, almost on a almost you can almost compare it to other enterprise solutions where you really start incorporating DevOps and you really start incorporating. Uh, proper security measures, proper organization, and um, there are a, there there's a there's a growing trend of WordPress company founders who 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 share the same vision, and uh, I think you're you're leading the the charge there. Yeah, I think if we talk about a little bit of segue, is that WildCloud and StubWP is obviously in the same cohort. Uh, however, there are, as you said, a lot of uh, modern uh, or forward-looking uh, founders, or, or, or I will say problems which are need which needs to be solved, right? Uh, because the, the the ecosystem has become so massive, the problems are also massive. The problem with scalability, multi-tenancy, security, uh, speed, right, and maintenance. These are all problems of WordPress because the WordPress itself, the core works really well, and the Gutenberg project is on the right path as far as far as I'm concerned. But it also sets other things also in motion if you want to be in that bandwagon. So if, if there are product people listening to this podcast, so if you want to like get into WordPress products, I think this is the most right time. The last time, I, I don't want to say the best time was yesterday, but I, what I want to say is the best time for WordPress was in 2011 and, and 13, right? That, that's where the big uh, Envato theme forest happened. And this is that same time again, about 10 years later. So I think yeah. that's, that this is the right time. I agree with you, man. I was actually on a call um, and I, I, he told the person who I was speaking to told me this in private. So I won't name any names, but it's with a very big enterprise level hosting company. They, mm -hmm. they service the big, big, big ones who have the mm -hmm. DevOps team, who have multiple teams working on the same website. And uh, as we were exchanging experiences and views, he mentioned that... Um, if they had had the technology that we have available 10 years ago, they would have probably built the same platform as we did, but the technology mm -hmm. wasn't available. And so that's why we exist now and not 10 years ago. And um, right. I thought mm -hmm. that was the greatest compliment because I've been looking up to these guys forever. Um, mm -hmm. And then to hear that the vision is very similar, but the technology just wasn't, wasn't available yet to make this affordable and to make this scalable. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like that puts anybody listening in the eye of the storm like this is the time exactly as you say 
to start considering building WordPress products without necessarily being a developer. And, um, uh, and, and also, both also for as a website, when you, when you want to wasify it, right? That goes same with you. Means the, the tools available right now, the project mm -hmm. itself, the Gutenberg project itself allows you to create some of the most awesome looking functional websites without much trouble as, as your friend rightly said, great. Uh, so I think that's the right time. Yep. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps it up unless you want to add something that people should not overlook or something that has not been mentioned. But um, it's the highest note I can think of. Yeah, I think this is this is good. All right, cool. That uh, also allows us to take this offline and say all the stuff that we haven't been able to say online to each other. So uh, just after if this you're, call, just if wait. you're curious to know what we are going to discuss right now, uh, please let us know in the comments or send us a, a DM on post status because we are definitely available to chat. <laughs> all right, thanks everybody.